0: You're listening to the All-In Podcast with your hosts, Shane and Blake, giving you a new perspective on the dental industry. Are you ready to go all in? But, but, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. Welcome to the All-In Podcast, the podcast that brings you a new and a different and an awesome perspective on life, love, and everything else you can imagine, and sometimes the dental industry. I'm one of your hosts, Shane McElroy, and we also have badass Blake McClellan over here. How are you, buddy? Badass
1: Blake McClellan. Wow, dude, that was an intro. I'm good It wow. was an intro. Wow, how about that? <laughs> all right, all right, good start. Let's do Just this.
0: Ego strike for you because you're being a dick to me all day, so might as well be nice to me now.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think we've been shooting shots all week, and you, I, we still uh, need to get that OU sweater sent to you, so uh, I'll make sure I get that. Who am I writing this check to? Hosea Williams feed the homeless. Give what was that action. bet?
0: Well, tell everybody what the bet
1: was again. So it was, it started with an implant rod on Instagram and, and it was a dental rivalry challenge. And you had to call someone out. And we chose the Super Bowl to be our what we bet over. And I took the Chiefs, you took the Niners. And the loser had to give $100 to the charity of the other one's choice and had to rock their team's collegiate swag. So uh, I was going to have to wear that godforsaken redneck Georgia gear. But fortunately, (laughs) the Chiefs prevailed in the end. And uh, you're rocking, uh, you're going to step your game up and wear a respectable college OU. Oh, who? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You might have have seen us. We were the team that uh, showed up to play soccer at the football playoff uh, this year against Louisiana. Oh, LSU stomped you guys? Is that what Uh, happened? I I think stomping happened in the first quarter. After that, it was just straight up. You were at the game too, weren't you? Yes, yes, I was. Did you have a good time? Uh, no, 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 I didn't. I left about two minutes into the second quarter. And said, "Oh, okay, this is that typical OU playoff game." So, I did it. I did that once before. I went to the Orange Bowl in Miami. That was the most expensive loss I've ever had to see. It's just, there's nothing worse than that.
0: There really so what's isn't. Up
1: what's up with you? Are you feeling better? You got the flu or some shit like that?
0: Oh my gosh, dude, it's been bad. Uh, this week has been tough, man. I feel much better today. Uh, but I know you've been a little bit sick, but both my kids had the flu. I had maybe partially the flu or virus or whatever. And so did my wife. So it's been a rough week, but everybody's better now. Thank God. Uh, but it's been, the flu's going around so bad right now. It's just, you know, you've got the, the coronavirus coming to get everybody. But I mean,
1: the flu here in the States right now is just yeah, out of epid- control. It's an epidemic. You know, it's, it's not really being talked about. Like it has in years past. Usually they're like, Oh, it's all over the news. So you can see, but now it's just the trump uh the the trump acquittal and all that stuff but it, it um i was at the doctor and she was like look i you're sure you don't have the flu i'm like i'm, I'm positive this is a you know uh bronchitis again because my asthma and she's like good because uh, we don't have any flu test kits so i was like are you serious like, oh yeah we've we've been out and so and that was at urgent care a very respectable like uh franchise up here in atlanta oh yeah and uh yeah man I just i guess it's 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 a lot worse than i realized and it's terrible because I got a wife that works in elementary school and she's literally, the kids are like thinking it's funny to pick their nose because she's being a clean freak with them. And they were like, you know, messing with, them, <laughs> like, picking their nose, it's like stop, put a Kleenex, get a Kleenex. You know, she's like, as they walk into her classroom, she's like hosing them down with Lysol, you know?
0: I, I live that life every day. My kids pick their nose, think that's funny. And um, I, I don't know what's gotten into them and I don't know who they learned this from, but they think it's funny to you, fart on people now like their dad or their mom. And I, I just don't know where they could have learned something like that from. <laughs> That's hilarious. And my poor wife, she's, you know, she has a couple half brothers, but like was really raised with all girls. So she's not used to that kind of stuff. And as a guy, I can't not laugh because it's funny, dude. <laughs> That's
1: and they hilarious. think it's hilarious, dude. I know poor Lacey, um, you know, she's got uh, – three we got two male dogs and me and so uh she's just she's well i guess we can go ahead and announce it because our big appointment is um it was supposed to be today but it's actually moved to wednesday now uh next week because her doctor was sick but uh i know it's safe to announce now that when this episode comes out that we are expecting a baby oh uh, we are pregnant
0: congratulations buddy yeah, congratulations. yeah thank you
1: thank you it's our first our first uh first child and i i'm just blown away with excitement and joy well but... it's the
0: first child that you'll claim
1: right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> those other three ain't coming now you're not getting your money all right no uh no it is it's 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 absolutely baffling to me the feeling that you get you know you everybody tells you but you just you know it's something you won't know until you're there but it's Man, it's life-changing. It's so exciting. So, of course, she's praying for a girl, uh, and and for her sake, I am too. But uh, if we get another McClellan-Irish Mick uh, boy, then that's okay. Bring him right along. Carry on You I
0: hope you don't have a girl, because my, my boy's got game. I'm just telling you that right now, both <laughs> of them do. I know.
1: Your oldest is already trying to creep in on my wife, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, he does, he does like
0: Miss Lacey a lot. He gets all nervous around her and stuff. It's pretty cute, but no congratulations, man. I've I've known for a little while now, but uh, really happy for you guys. Welcome to the club,
1: buddy. The worst, best, you.
0: worst thing ever. Kids are amazingly awesome and terrifying at the same time.
1: I'm so excited. You know, this chapter in life now to take this step is uh, it's so exciting. You know, and it changes just how you view life. Uh, You know, and I think that it gives you a new motivation that for me is just something I've wanted for a long time. So, you know, it's, you know, in your twenties, you're like, Oh God, I hope I never get pregnant. And then, you know, as millennials, (laughs) we're all kind of like, yeah, do I really want kids? And then that moment happens and you're like, Oh my God, I I didn't realize how bad I wanted this until you know, I found out. So we're,
0: you see see that little peanut, right? And you see that heartbeat and you're just like, something changes, right?
1: Oh man. We did our first point with a heartbeat and it was just, Oh, it's, it's so amazing. So Lace, I love you. I'm so excited. I can't wait. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a beautiful moment, man. We're very Dude, excited. Dude, I'm stoked, too.
0: I, I love holding babies and stuff. Like, it's the best, it, except that you have to change their diapers and clean up their puke. And, like, I one of my kids puked in my mouth one time, like, oh. into my mouth. Like, that will eventually peed on me, like, all sorts oh. of gross stuff. Uh, but what's great is I get to hold your kid. Give you a break, and then I'm gonna spoil them and hand them right back to you to have to deal with the consequences. That's we're, how we're, that works.
1: We're gonna make its introduction. Baby McClellan's gonna get held up like uh, Simba in uh, at the <laughs> this area. You know, uh, I'll hold it up at the main podium. I'll hold him up in the air, or her in the air, and you know that's play amazing.
0: Music. <laughs> that's <laughs> no, and, amazing.
1: And, and, uh, yeah, we think it's a DIA baby. So I'll let you know, DIA is worth the worth the ticket. <laughs> that
0: was a great party, dude. <laughs> we got the proofs in the pudding.
1: Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> who would have thought but uh yo man we're excited uh um, that's awesome man good year.
0: I re- you know yeah. obviously i am really happy for you guys and uh excited man it's it's a big deal a big deal you can ask you know y- welcome to the club dude welcome well to the club. you
1: know it's it's a good i would say this is probably a good segue to kind of what we were talking about to, today earlier is that you know prioritization and opportunity costs you know i gotta am not gonna say from who uh but I got a text yesterday from someone that basically was saying, you know, I really wish I didn't have to hop on a plane and leave my family so much to speak. Mm-hmm. And it really kills me to constantly be leaving my family. I wish I could do this with and educate and change dentistry without having to do that. And it, it from this person, I mean, there's they're a very genuine family person. It was really authentic and a sweet text because I get that. You know, you you there's so many opportunities in dentistry. From speaking to collaborating to courses to just parties and you know products and launching things and there's a lot. But like, when do you say no? You get ADD with it, you know. You you gotta you gotta quit chasing butterflies at a certain point because you do have a wife, a family, or even if you don't, you have your own health, you know. Like, take rate, for instance. That kid, you know, works his tail to the you know grindstone there, and and even he has to know when to say no because if not, he'll just work himself to death.
0: Yeah. I think we all go through that and we've seen each other go through it at different periods for sure. Um, and, and kind of gone back and forth, talking each other through it. Like, is this a really good opportunity? Cause, cause the reality is where you're at now, you, how, how many calls do you get a week about different opportunities?
1: Oh, a ton. I just had to tell a company to kind of kick rocks because, you know, they were wanting to work with me and IC and, I was speaking for them, and uh, you know, it, it was a, kind of a free speaking gig because we were going to be doing things together. And I finally said to them, guys, if you guys aren't playing, then see you later. I, I don't have the time to – I, I want to be with my wife. I want to be doing – I want to be at home. I'm not hopping on planes anymore. You know, I, I'm not going to do 90 to 100 flights a year with a child on the way. It's not going to happen. Things have to change. And so for me, just even in the past few months, I've drastically changed my mindset. I took all of January off from travel. And, uh, and, and yeah, I'm starting to, you know, take fewer speaking gigs and stuff because it's, it's just not worth it. it. You figure out the number you need and then be happy with that. And then everything else will be just bonus money, but don't kill yourself for it.
0: Well, would you consider yourself ADD? Like, have you ever been tested for it or ADHD? No, I guess the a clinical term.
1: No, I'm I'm a Google diagnosis there. So no, I, I, I never went tested for it, but you know, it's obviously with any salesman you have it right. And it, it's just a natural habit with that high energy.
0: I, yeah. I think I actually am like have been diagnosed with ADHD. So it's no longer ADD. Apparently it's ADHD. Although I don't know I'm necessarily hyperactive. Maybe I am. I think some people might say I, am. I think your wife would agree. Yeah, probably. But I think there is something to that, to that, you know, disorder, you know, I, I call it a blessing and a curse. Like everybody associates that as being a bad thing, but man, you know, when you get that energy, because I believe that you are to some degree ADD for sure, because I can see some of the the signs of it, but that people always talk about like, oh, you can't pay attention to anything. But man, when you have this and you are into something, you're all in. And, and when I have that energy going and all that stuff, I can get more done in a couple hours than some people can do in a week. Because I want to and I'm into the mode. Uh, The problem is the other side of it where everything becomes overwhelming. Uh, Small tasks become hard tasks. I call it the cloud sometimes where it's uh, I want to do everything and I can't get started on any one thing. I give an example sometimes. This is my favorite one. Uh, Before I got on medication – for for ADD, it was like try to clean your, your my apartment back in the day, right? Sure. The the bed's not made, the the floor needs to be vacuumed, uh, stuff needs to be picked up, and the dishes need to get done. And before I got on medication, it was this. Uh, I start doing a couple dishes. I look over. Oh, I got to go make the bed. I have to make the bed. And be like, oh crap, I got to start vacuuming, and I keep going back and forth, and you waste so much time just in transition. Uh, nothing ever gets done. And no, then once I got it,
1: yeah, medication like, yeah. that all changed it's like being a Tasmanian devil, right? There's a lot of energy there, but it's not doing anything positive, right? You're just spinning in circles and, and, and tearing up a lot of shit. So it's, you know, I, I think for me, I had to find how to hone that in and I still have trouble with it. Having my own space, working from home is tough. So having my own space in my house that I shut myself off to helps. Music helps me for sure. But I, you know, I actually, I went to therapy to, I'll, I'll break some HIPAA violations of my own here. But I, <laughs> I think that's I, a lot. I, I went to, I was going to therapy or a, I don't know, five, six years ago, just to try to figure stuff out from my childhood. Cause I came from a very colorful childhood, if you will. And my father was uh bipolar. And so he'd be happy one minute and then, you know, very violent and physical and then the snap. Right. And it, so it made a very toxic environment of to childhood. And so it made me in this very like, I don't know uh, uh, highs and lows, kind of emotional kid, and going through life, and so I tried to figure that out and make sure that I wasn't bipolar because those symptoms were actually very similar. Manic depression and ADHD have very a lot of similar. Oh, for sure, for sure. And so I was actually going in, and they they had they were really kind of just said PTSD. It wasn't really manic depression with me, but you know it, it changed me a lot because I had this fear of like my dad being mad that we weren't working hard enough, or whatever. So I had this very weird like pseudo-ADD that was uh, in, instilled into me. And my therapist was like, look, uh, Ted Turner claim, you know, has, is manic depressant and that he claims it's what's made him successful in his career. And she said that if you can channel that energy and understand what's happening and know how to use that in the right way as a tool versus a weakness, it's a great asset. And so that really kind of changed my lens on the whole situation and that has... When I have those high moments, if I've got to stay up till three o'clock in the morning, which happens to me sometimes, where I just feel like, hey, it's ten o'clock and I've got some grind in me, kiss the wife and say, hey, Lace, you know, it's a nice one of those nights. I just got to grind it out and I get some really great stuff done. You
0: know? And, yeah. Well, isn't it crazy? Like when you're in the mode, it's uh, you're just going and you and you, it's like this. this, You're feeding off this energy of yourself to get more done, and you're all into it. Uh, it, it really can be a tool. In fact, I was at a study club where I was speaking and. Uh, it's actually for Paul Anderson study club. And he even mentioned, he's like, he's the guy who makes ADD work for him, you know? Cause yeah. there is that, that magnetic energy that I think you'll, if you see a lot of speakers who have this like high level of energy and they're very uh, magnetic, you know what I mean? Like you just drawn to them. They're not always like that probably, but when they are on, they are on. And I think you'll find that most entrepreneurs, uh, guys like Gary Vee, he certainly is. You're going to see where you can juggle multiple balls in the air. The problem is when you can't,
1: and then it all comes crashing down, right? So the key component there is execution. You can be, 80, 80, but if you don't have, if you don't have that burning inside of you, that it bothers you. If you don't complete something, you'll just keep spinning your wheels. And I see it sometimes with some very talented people in industry, right. You know, and that are just amazing. I think very highly of them, but they start things and never see them through. And it's like, man, it, eventually your audience or your friends or your following or whatever it may be loses faith in you. So you have to know when to separate that and go, am I going to see this to the end? Am I really going to you know you and I, Shane, Shane and I both get a lot of people reaching out saying, Hey, I have mm-hmm. this new startup. I have this business because we are kind of becoming this, I guess, business face to dentistry, right? People recognize recognizing us more as like uh, growth hackers or whatever it may be. And there's a lot of dentists out there, dental professionals that create some great stuff or have great ideas. And maybe they do a little hobby app or hobby course, where it may be, they have some thing. And then it gets to a point where it's like, okay, if I'm going to take this to the next level, I need help because I, I make too much money in my clinic. And they'll come to, I mean, I think it's like a weekly basis. There's a new company or a rep or somebody reaching out to us to help them. Yeah, And it, it's always very lucrative and we're very appreciative. But it, I, I, Shane, I told you, remember uh, back when I, we first started working, I'm like, man, I'm telling you, It's this, you'll see, I I learned this the hard way that you got to say no. And it's so hard to do, but you got to know when to say no. And, and that goes to even clinicians, you know, speaking, speaking will not make you rich. If you want to grind and have a side hustle, it will supplement some extra money. And it's also fun. I love speaking and I love the high I get from it, but yeah, not make you rich. And if you have a family, it'll rob you of so much.
0: Yeah, it's hard to. That happened to me. So, and not so much on like, I don't know, you call it side hustle stuff or whatever, but this is a few years ago when I got into like the, the branding for bios, teeth express product. And I kind of led that in a way uh, on the field and just, I just dove in and I had amazing growth and, and was doing so many cool things with it and having so much fun with it too. But, and I was making a lot of money. But it was pulling me away from my family. I could not disconnect. Uh, and I've had to work on that over the last few years. I've gotten a lot better. Being able to stop you know, and just yeah. pull away. And I get through phases where I, I it, it's still difficult to do sometimes. But stop and be like, your kids are not going to stop growing and getting older. You've got to take it while it's there. And you can always do other projects later. Uh, but I think to your point earlier, it's it's like, when do you say no to certain things? And guys like us, we get that energy of this new thing. I always want to do the newest, coolest thing. Everybody knows me. I'm always, I learn a lot uh, because I'm interested in certain things and I will go tell everybody about these different things. But where do I focus my energy now? And the older I get, the more I, I'm learning. And, and we've worked on this together, actually. We've had tons of conversations about is this something, you know, recently we've said no to a bunch of stuff uh, because I mean, look at the great ideas. <laughs>
1: we fought about, I fought you on this, right? Like yeah. we talked about wanting to do it for a while and I wanted to, but I also knew my bandwidth was limited. At the time, you know, look, I'll be honest, for those that don't know, Implant Compare, although we work with all these big companies, we also have to fight them the entire time too. It, these, this industry is based on, they work with you because they have to, not because they want to, right? And that's the way it is with a lot of things. And so like every day is a dogfight for us where you've got so many people trying to copy us, go fight in us and everything else. So the time, I'm like, man, I'm just at war all the time. I don't know. And about the fourth or fifth episode, we were trying to find our groove because it's got to compliment you, right? It can't be, it can't take away from you. It can't be interruptive. And so it was a little fight in the beginning. It was more my side than anything. But then once we found our groove, it became an awesome outlet. Like I love doing this now because it's enjoyable and it compliments me. So uh, that's the value I'm getting from it. I get this release and this, I get to say what I feel and so there's the value for me, 100. And it, it, it's giving me stress relief, and it's it, it's improving my home for sure, because this is my outlet. So then it's it's worth it. So the, the investment I'm putting in is I'm getting back. But you know, so many people, especially when you're doing brand building, you're putting a lot out there with no return. I mean, sure, shoot, for three and a half, four years with implant compare, you know, as a free app, you know, it, it's a nightmare, right? But. Uh, it, it, you have to decide that. And it, I think it, the more you focus on it, will it complement you and your lifestyle and your family or your brand or whatever your mission is, then you're good. I think Salib brought that up, right? He was talking to his about his conversation with Bedrosian senior back in the day. And where do you want to go? What's your goals and whatever you're doing has to fit into that. Don't just grab branches while you fall down a tree.
0: Yeah, 100%. And I think, you know, to kind of further that point, it's, When opportunities arise, there's different kinds of opportunities. You got opportunity A that you're doing already, and then there's opportunity B. And those don't go down the same path. So inherently, they're going to pull you apart. There are other opportunities, however, that coincide with what you're doing. And so you need to analyze that too. Like for instance, this podcast, people ask me like my numbers starting in September all the way through the end of the year happen to be exploding for BioHorizons and I tell people, it's not a coincidence. This podcast gave me fire for what I do again. I get to talk about, it. I get the energy again. And because of that, it helps me sell more of my, my actual day-to-day job where I actually get paid. So there's different opportunities and, and you can take opportunities that complement each other and, and say, they're not pulling you in a different direction. They're kind of going down the same Avenue. They're still going to take more time, but not, you know, it's zero sum game. You only have so much of your own time in a day. So I, I would recommend if you're going to listen, we're the type we have to have multiple things going on. I can't not, I can't just do one thing. That's not me.
1: And so, That's a good point. So kind of embrace the ADD, right? So like to, your point, to. What you're saying, embrace it. And if you are a person who has to have that kind of web effect, you're not so linear, you need to have multiple things going on and you, you manage that chaos inside your head. That's okay. Understand that that is a good thing and don't get freaked out about it. Embrace it and and organize it in a structural way that everything kind of comes together modularly, that it all makes sense, right? Kind of play chess with it, right? Or, 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 you know, you have a basketball team, you have five players, right? Each one has their own position and there's nothing wrong with doing five different things, but you've got to allocate bandwidth to each one. You know, most of your bandwidth has to be on your winning horse, right? Uh, If you're a clinician, just probably using your hands in, in your practice, right? So, and then 10% of your time goes to speaking. You got to find that balance, take that 30,000 foot view and just kind of map it out. And I'm a visual guy. I got literally right now, I probably have 40, 50 sticky notes scattered all over my desk right now. I'm a sticky note guy. It helps me. I actually got that from Ben too. It's something that, you know, we use in design. Ben Johnson, right? Yeah. Ben Johnson. He's, he's all about sticky notes and they help me. It works. And then if I forget something, I come back to my desk. I got these things glaring at me. I can't miss it.
0: Well, let's take this back real quick because you said you know, you know, modularizing or whatever word <laughs> that's not the right word. Whatever word you use there, you've actually modularity. Modularity, whatever. You, you actually have helped me in breaking down my own brain. So uh, let's take a look inside of an ADD brain. How does it work? This is where I don't think a lot of people understand. So for instance, uh, high level stuff,
1: really good right? Because I can see, I've read five emails since we've been doing this. I'm, and I'm, I'm on Instagram right now while we're doing this podcast every time.
0: Well, you, your mind is going multiple directions and it, it, it actually feeds each other a lot of times and that doesn't necessarily pull away. But like for me, I can see, I can, we're at a point A and I can see all the way to Z, but the hard part for me was explaining to other people, normal people, B, C, D, E, F, G, that for me to stop and go back and explain that is tedious, time-consuming, frustrating, and almost impossible for me sometimes. And, that, and that's and that been something I've really had to work on because it's not fair for me to be able in my mind to see that far ahead, you know, multiple steps ahead without being able to break it down. It becomes worthless if I can't explain it to other people. And that's been something I've really had to work on. I got in trouble one Boom. time. Uh, in, in school because it was a math class and i was first one done with the test handed over it was one big problem and she goes you cheated i, go, I didn't cheat she goes how did you get this answer because you you skipped like five steps i'm like i don't know i just did it like naturally my brain did that with math and uh the only benefit i had is nobody else had finished yet so nobody had the answer yet so uh, but that problem was there from the beginning where it's like i couldn't even explain to her the other steps that i had skipped and so I've had to get better at that because in life, like I can't expect everybody to try to be like me. That would be a disaster for the world. Um, and try to break things down and become more organized in my own brain and, and more so just to clarify for others. And so you've actually been a big help in that for me. Uh, we'll sit down and, you know, do brainstorming sessions and you'll break stuff out and how to think and how to explain and how
1: to do that. That's been nice. Like critical thinking. No, I, I, you'll call me sometimes very high energy and you'll start talking so fast that you're skipping words. And I know that you have something great, but I'm not seeing it from your lens. And I'll be like, Hey, hang on, put it in a, in a chart or something like it, and there have been times. Cause it's like, I, I love it. I love the energy when you call and you're fired up about something. I'm like, yo, 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 I need to see it the way you're seeing it. And, and you're, it's just so much in your head. And, and I'm the same exact way with that because I mean, even with Lacey and I, it's been a learning process as we, you know, when we got married to learn how, I would get frustrated explaining myself, right? Explaining something, trying to simplify it because I have this whole thing in my head where I'm like nine steps ahead and going back to step one is just like a redundancy that's annoying to me. And so I had to learn that about myself too. You're, you're exactly right. I mean, it's, it's painting this picture that's in your head. It's almost a little bit of being on the spectrum, right? Because you're, I would say so. You, you see it in this way and you have no idea how it got there. I mean, look at Look at IC and what we started four years ago and the way we saw the dental space changing with Instagram and social media and, and Clinician First, Brand Second. And it was this crazy vision that I really couldn't put into words. But when you look back at our design thinking section, everything that we had mapped out during this, when Zach and I first started this concept, it was it's this beautiful, uh, beautiful mind kind of moment where you're like, holy crap, we were right. I mean, look at DIA and everything and where the industry is moving now. And now every major company is calling us you know, uh, all the big dental players like, all right, how do we make an influencer strategy? We saw this four years ago, but I could not in words explain that and really clearly paint paint out that timeline. You could see and the the actually. final
0: picture in your head, but it had all these missing puzzle pieces that you had to like put back in place, right?
1: Right, but it wasn't actually clear either, right? Yeah. Like you kind of knew, but it wasn't like so clearly defined. You're like this thirty thousand foot view, like, oh, this is what's going to look like in the end. You just kind of have this feeling and sensation, and trust and then in you, your
0: own, you know, judgment. Yeah, or whatever. you bounce
1: off. You bounce off the gutter walls on the way all the way down the lane, right? And so it it is weird and it's hard to express to people, but I think visual definitely helps me. You know, sticky notes. I have a dry erase board in my office. My desk is glass. So I use dry erase markers nice. on my desk and draw stuff out. And you know, like I said, like I'll be honest, I have a World Star pulled up on my computer right now. I've got <laughs> World Star hip hop. What is <laughs> interesting that is
0: my- I do my wife is weirded out by this. Like most I think a lot of people need silence or whatever to do focus on something i however cannot focus if there's nothing else going on if it's dead silence and i have to focus on this one thing i'm done i can't i just go into this like yeah. blank mode and so i've got to have music or the TV in the background and, and how crazy is that you know that i have to have other stuff going on to focus on what's in front of me it, it makes multitasking 100%. easy but there's a line there too where it's uh it's, it's you
1: I did it last night. I had dinner with Lacey. It was our date night. And I'm like, I keep reaching for my phone and I'm like, put it, turn it off. and put it Yeah, away. dude. It's you bad. Know, you know, that it's hard because it's not like you're trying to ignore them. It's just, you're so used to doing multiple things at once. That you can't stop. You you
0: I would say that the worst part about it, and here's, here's, uh, this just popped in my ADD brain. It's being in the moment is the hard part. When you're ADD, cause you're always seeing ahead or behind or to the side. And I, I mean that in yeah. multiple ways. I mean that, you know, visually, I mean that auditory, I mean that, uh, you know, what you're thinking about in the future or, or these, you know, non-linear ideas, but the hard part for me is stopping and being in the moment right then and there it's like with everybody has their phones up recording some concert or something like dude you're not even seeing it you're watching it through your own that that to me is the challenge and i think i think it's a challenge that everybody's facing what i've noticed about the world and i've started paying attention to this it's coming to us right like the add crap uh, you see Instagram and all these things and there's immediate information at like everywhere. It's moving towards that. I don't necessarily think that's a good thing, but you better be able to understand how people work with this. And I think kids, we're going to see more ADD because of the environment we're bringing them up in. and I'm not blaming anybody. It's, it's my fault. If my kids are we're, that way, you we're,
1: know, we're programming them to be ADD, right? 100%. You have a, a split second attention span with Instagram and all these applications that we're literally coding people how to how to have ADD. No days. patience like, either. People. My kids
0: do no. not understand having to wait for a program. They do, because all they've grown up with is uh on demand. And whatever platform yeah. that may be.
1: Oh my god, could you imagine like PS1 back in the day with like 20 minutes for the game to load and you to yeah, that do is the Yeah, that's the one up, di- that but, is the
0: one thing that's different though now is that with video games you have to wait for it to damn download whereas back in the day you just pop that sucker in. That's the weird that's yeah. the only part that's gone the other way with that,
1: for sure. Oh, that, that annoys me though when, it, when like every time like i rarely play video games but it's nice to like occasionally pick up the call of duty sticks and uh you know it's my what i call is my digital cigarette since i don't smoke yeah uh if i need that little smoke break it's literally i'll grab like a, a video game or i'll go to the gun range or something. just kind of get that like high adrenaline release because that's what works for me but like you, you, you open it up and it's like all right you gotta download the new update You're like oh my god and then, you know, 10 minutes later, I've already put it away. I've never even played it. Yeah, you know? so that it, it, that's
0: the problem is I did that once with the this Star Wars game. I got – I played like 30 minutes. I haven't touched it since. Golden Tee, however, I've been uh, – that's been a nice little 10-minute break at a time playing around at Golden Tee. That, that's my – That's oh, awesome. Dude, it's so I love awesome, that. man. Um, and one other thing, my kids now – I've got an old-school Nintendo, an old-school Nintendo 64. And so they're playing Zelda and Mario Bros. and, and Ninja Turtles on there. And – They freaking love it. They like it more than like the advanced games. And that to me is just, it's amazing. Like to be able to connect to my kids on that level and they want to play it. Cause they're like, that was your Nintendo daddy. I want to play that. So that, that's been kind of fun too. Cool. No, it is really cool. I
1: love, I love, I love the Nintendo days, man. Those are the best you take the game out and you blow on We're it. I'm still right? having to they're do it now. Like,
0: <laughs> and the problem with that is I'm um, like, we'll put the game in. And then I realize you can't just put the game in. You have to like finagle it and push it over to the side and, and push it the right direction and, and then hit reset a couple of times. Right. Like, they don't get that. <laughs> Speaking about ADD, look at us. We're talking about Nintendo now when we yep. <laughs>
1: but that's it prime example well I, you know as actually I'm, I'm right now i'm looking at the chicago midwinter uh site because i was uh, you're not going to go to that right no i need to i'm trying to chill because i'm going
0: to bulletproof i just uh i got the last ticket in the last room for bulletproof summit i'm so stoked about dude i've been wanting to do that nice. for the last couple of years so you know you know you know i look up to Bolden a bunch because he's freaking he's brilliant and spodak too and it was the first podcast I ever listened to and uh it's still I listen to that one. Whenever they have new ones, it's the first one I listen to over all of them. Even Jover Rogan and stuff. So uh so I'm I'm really excited about that. To me, that's gonna be, you know, a lot of fun. Uh and-
1: I like Pete and, and, and we're working on something that may uh be cool with old Pete. Man, I somebody I highly admire and we work we we just are buddies. We just are business buddies. That's all. We don't work together in any yeah. capacity. I guess he's um, a customer for because- me. So I didn't think about that. Yeah, but you know, a mentor. I almost yes. say like I do. Like, I give advice a lot on things, and so it'd be really cool if this project that we're working on comes to fruition with him because uh, his energy and wisdom is. The dude's an animal. I mean, he really is. He's an animal, and in a good way. And he's just really talented. And it's very off, seldom that I meet someone that can just. Teach me something new with every every beer or bite of pizza that you know. I mean, oh yeah, court. we had
0: lunch the other day, and then I get home and I'm I'm, I'm like, well, Pete said this and Pete said that, and, and my wife's just rolling around. She's like, you got this like man crush. am She's like, he's your hero, isn't he? I was like, well, you know. <laughs> I was like, I guess I guess a little bit. <laughs> so, oh crap, he's gonna he may hear. now nah, he doesn't listen. He probably won't listen to that. no no but he's been awesome to us and so i'm very excited about that just his mind i mean his mind for business and he's got a little bit of the add brain all over the place but controlled chaos uh and he's just he's an executor like for sure that guy makes stuff happen and so and then and then spodak like he's unbelievably successful unbelievably uh you know just a cool guy, a kind guy. And, uh, and really, if you're going to that meeting, most of the attendees are going to be forward thinking. So I'm looking forward to seeing how much you get out with, get out of it. All the Atlanta dental spa, all our buddies over there, you know, Shivan, Curry, Hamilton, King, all those guys are going to be there too. So that'll be fun for sure.
1: Yeah. You know, uh, I I love the Atlanta dental spa group because they're just guys that I've grown up in the industry Mm -hmm. with. And so it's, it's, that's the optimal environment for a group. You know, you've got to, you're married to each other, man. When you're partners and you're working together like that capacity, you've got to be able to like enjoy work, enjoy each other too. Because if it's rigid, man, your patients feel that. And I, that's what I like about the energy of the ADS guys. Plus their clinics are just, they're dope. Oh right? yeah. That one that uh, Gavi's got. Oh, so cool. there in, uh, They got a party roof. The rooftop bar. Yeah. Like I told him he better be hosting a DJ since he's Mr. EDM. He better yeah, have a seriously. sick DJ for the, uh, DIA after party. No, that you will know. be awesome. Um, yeah, that that group's, that group's So you're awesome. not going to be a midwinter? What's that? You're not going to be a midwinter. I'm not going to go to
0: midwinter. Uh, I would like to. I like that meeting a lot. It's a great meeting. I just, you know, I got to pick and choose my battles, you know, so yeah, I wouldn't fight be, for that. Yeah,
1: like. The opportunity cost, right? You can't get us. Yeah. Especially since too. my,
0: like I maybe could have made it happen, but my kids were sick all this. I want to spend healthy time with them too. Not just, you know, we're all miserable. Yeah. So, you know, I'd love to be there. Uh, but it's better for my marriage and you know, my mental sanity and all that. If I stay home on this one, uh, hopefully I'm going to send you with all the recording stuff. See if you can actually put, make it work. And I get to
1: make fun of you. Maybe I'll call in or something for, uh, to say hello on an episode i actually you know i'm gonna meet up with uh my buddies from um heath and ty uh, from from dds and maybe we can get them on an episode man because they got a, a really i mean an awesome story dude it's two really humble successful guys at a young age that i, I want to get them on oh, man because i tell I you right now their brains. To them. well you know like you just wouldn't know that they that they what they have done and what i mean i think he's now the chief clinical for affordable but. You know, you just, you would not believe how humble they are for doing all that they've done at such a sure. young age. I just respect, we well, get so many egos in this industry and, 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 you know, you got guys out there that are teaching all these to be, you want to be rich, get rich like me, do like, be successful like me, da, 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 da. And they've got maybe a seven hundred, eight hundred thousand 800,000 practice. practice, yeah. you know, and you're like, all right, hang on a second. How are you? Why would I buy your book again? <laughs> And and for these guys, they don't talk about it at all, you know. And but yet they built an empire and and took a successful exit, which I think is just it's just an what do awesome they What story. do they say about that? If you get a big one, you ain't got to talk about it,
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? right, right. <laughs> which is why I talk about how powerful I am all the time. So
1: uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's all these like buff pictures that you crop your head uh, into. That's the these, only way uh, it's uh, happening, podcasts. dude. Hey,
0: bro, I've lost two pounds in a week. Uh, actually, I just did the scale again this morning. Where, you know, I'm gonna hashtag Dental Fat Camp. We, we talked to uh, David Wong. He's gonna keep me accountable. I've actually had a few DMs already today about keeping me accountable. Um, I, I plan to get on really good shape, and when I do, I'm gonna whoop your ass, son. <laughs> I'm not sure I could even Ooh. if I was in shape, but uh, you got that you got that skinny, yeah. scary fighter mentality.
1: I'm just, I'm, I don't know karate, but I know crazy, you know, crazy so anybody wins. that works in the business world, they know that yeah, about crazy, crazy. Usually wins right. a fight unfortunately for me, Yeah. but uh, now I'm looking forward
0: to like getting back in shape, trying to feel healthy again. Cause that's been the thing is like, I've been kind of like just sluggish lately and it's finally caught up with me. I'm like, I gotta just start taking care of myself. Cause I'm getting older and it's just not as easy to stay in shape or feel good. You got to eat the right foods. Like I can't even eat pizza hardly anymore because i'll get reflux like i got a i got like a crazy expensive bed you know one of the sleep number beds so that i can you know not snore as much it sets me up right and uh i mean that's how you know you're getting old man get reflux and and and, you know six seven figure beds
1: (laughs) you got Lacey's been making funny because I got these random hairs growing on my face and stuff now. You know, I used to hear my dad all the time talking about that.
0: You are. Yeah, you're yeah. I, I still am not there. I think I've had um, one gray hair ever, and Cheech, you know, my wife loved bringing that up for me because she's got a few. I mean, no, she doesn't.
1: I'll be a silver fox. That's my goal. Silver but fox. The good
0: thing about being a guy that Dude. we do get better looking as
1: we grow older. Uh, it's not really fair, this but is it is what it is. So I get, you know, I'm just a little side note here on the ADD. So I've been going to this, like who's speaking at Chicago. This Mid-Winter. is the definition of ADD, by the, the way. Sorry, people. <laughs> the people who they have teaching social media, it cracks me up. Don't be hating. Don't I mean, be, like, be nice. I, I'm not saying for me, I'm saying like, take whoever uh, is doing it. Well, I'm not saying like, for me, I'm not really, I mean, I think I would get a clinician to talk about, you know, like Brian Balawas, for instance, I would have him on stage, but I see these people are like, Okay, if you, where is your following at? If you're lecturing on social media, I'm like going through. I'm like trying to find out which, account, like maybe they're really good on Twitter or something. But I'm like 100 followers here, 500 followers here. I'm like, wow, okay. But I think that's a problem with these these some of this content. It's it's so, you know, some of these courses. It's just like you know, I don't want some marketing company who's going to tell me how. Social media is so hard, and they—I just need to pay them to handle it for me. Even though we've all seen that they don't do it. Social well. media is hard for the marketing companies, companies. Yeah. because it's
0: hard for them to monetize it. It's just very difficult. It's this
1: right. So they, it's just a waste. It's like burning money with some of these people. Like, I swear on, bo- on both sides, by the way, because the marketing companies
0: frustrate because you have to have that real, you know, authenticity. But they, if you're not given right. the content or even images or video by you know the office or anything, what do they have to work with? They got nothing, and
1: so. It gives such a bad name. It's like Smile Direct Club teaching everybody how to do orthoet. you yeah. know what I mean? Like, like what the hell? Why you know, would if you really want to
0: take a, a look at corporate marketing though, you know, another aligner company, Invisalign is probably the best marketing company in dentistry, I would say. Like, without yeah. question. I, I yeah. mean, they are incredible at what they do. So, you Absolutely. know, so take notes from them. If you're going to have like a corporate feel, Man, they're doing a really good job. And they, I think they they were the first one to kind of say, okay, forget you guys, you guys are terrible you're a terrible industry at marketing a product. We're going to go direct to patient and then hand it right back to you. It was a great move. It's brilliant. Sarec should have done that, you know, Serono should have done that more with Sarec, I believe, earlier on and they could have dominated even more with that that brand recognition. Everybody's catching up now. Um, but yeah,
1: patient-facing branding is where it's at now. Yeah. If you can acquire the patient better than the clinicians, you're going to win the game. And and I think that's where it's at right now is that so many, I mean, if you look at Strawman's play with ClearCorrect, um, you know, they're trying to make some content for patients out there and clinicians. And, you know, they're not trying to go direct to, to patients with their product, but they are trying to help with the advertising of that. And, I, I think it's going to come f- more from content creation. You know, we're seeing, you know, again, SEO is dying. It's not, that doesn't matter anymore. It's about what's on YouTube, what kind of content you're putting out there. I'd say SEO and I think
0: so. per platform now, as instead of just this general SEO term, which was just frankly for Google, let's be honest. Um, yeah. This is this is the way to pull power away from Google, which I don't think you ever really do Is is Instagram and Facebook and, you know, these different apps. YouTube YouTube, but YouTube to... is
1: owned by Epis- Google. So kind of episodic content is so important. Yeah. Right. So what's going to help you the most, right. With Google is, is, is this is YouTube because they want that to succeed over everything else. And I think it's coming back by the way, but man, someone needs to really take advantage of this episodic style. Of Who was content the guy on, the uh, on that. Is that Hartman? Yeah. Oh, Hartman. Oh, we just had our guys in a with him. Dude. That's, awesome. That is cool. I love he the episode pressing. style. That's awesome. That's, yeah. He's like this week, well, we're going to do this and we're doing next. That Hartman watch out that guy don't sleep on him. He's going to be one of the top K wells. He's a, he's an introvert. Uh, so he's not really like what you're used to these guys who were kind of in your face and, you know, talk really smooth and fast. And like, he's just very intelligent and has a lot of passion for teaching. And, and Hunter Dawson. Another oh, yeah. one, uh, we're going to be doing a live surgery with him on the 14th. He wants to do some episodic he, stuff. He's, he's going to be a rock. He star. is a rock
0: star. Um, He's just right. a yes, you know, he is. brilliant lecturer, uh, can command a room, uh, you know, he's a buddy. So I hate inflating that ego, but truly like just an impressive guy. And then you ask him how old he is. He's like 31. You're like, what? Cause he can hang with a 65 year old and he can hang with a 20 year old and, and everybody's fine. You know, like some people just got it like that. He's, he's, he's man. If you could invest in a person in this industry, I'd invest there, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. for sure. Agreed. Like he's that good. Hundreds of real deals. She was speaking uh, from one of the companies I work for.
1: So, (laughs) well, he officially has inked his deal with Carolina Center for Oral and Facial Surgery. So, are we
0: we giving that secret? It is official. We
1: we can announce it. It has happened. It is is done.
0: We we got a bunch of buddies over there. You know,
1: Jim Howell. LeBron is going to Miami. It is it is there now. So yeah, they're gonna they're gonna crush there in Charlotte. Like yeah, that that is that is the first like you know. The super heavyweight all-star team in dental that i've seen well you got some of the some of the best surgeons i've ever worked with, hands down those guys Farrell does like 150 orthognathic a a year in his office in office right no hospital so like and then you got uh jim Howe. i think he does like 75 a year uh but those they're just dude that what's up howell i love jim i haven't Um, talked to him in a while i gotta call him good dude but then, then you get Hunter Dawson joining them. So I'm doing surgery with Capitan and Dawson uh, on Valentine's Day. So yeah, I'm excited, is, is Lacey really excited fun about that? to I'm <laughs> excited I'm gonna be home you in better, time. I'm gonna make our seven thirty recipe. Better, Don't worry. So, but Don't as worry. you get older, you'll understand this.
0: Cheech, uh, her, my wife's birthday is on the 13th, and so we always kind of double up and do the the. De- Never take somebody out for Valentine's Day if you're married. I'm telling you right now, because the day before or the day after, because you, it's just a better way to go. As long as your wife's cool with it, sometimes they're not as cool with that, and they want traditional. But gotta hate Valentine's Day dinners.
1: It worked out because it's a Friday. It's a Friday night this time, so it worked out. It's usually our like go out and do Korean barbecue or something. Like we would usually Friday nights, we Uber to Korean barbecue and uh, drink a lot of soju and eat a lot of red meat, and then Uber home. And uh, so I think this time we're gonna step it up a little bit classier. Now that I've been not drinking for like forty five days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, oh guess
0: what I, i'm gonna go ahead and tell it's not a surprise but uh my birthday so my birthday is early march and my wife's birthday is uh, mid-february so we decided to get a big present for ourselves dude we are going on the marvel disney cruise with our kids like that's our present to ourselves which is god awful expensive the marvel yeah. disney so i gotta see all you know the poster we did with all the marvel characters bro i gotta go hang out with all of them too dude
1: that's pretty cool man oh, that will be fun. Yeah.
0: I mean, I guess my kids are excited about it too, but I don't really care what they want. I'm going to go hang out with them. I'm going to go see Spider-Man. I'm going to go see Thor, all those dudes. I'm I'm stoked about it. And then they have like, we got a throw of kids. Grown ass man arrested for uh, stalking superheroes on Disney Cruise. I'm paying a lot of <laughs> money. So I don't know if it's considered stalking, but you never know. Who knows? That would be, that would be a headline for sure, man. God, we, this truly is like, we were having this organized episode about talk about ADD and all this stuff. And we ended up randomly talking about crazy shit. This is how our brains work, people. It is terrifying. Uh, it's entertaining. You can't fake it. This it's is entertaining. I think, I don't know. We'll see if they listen. It's something. It's something.
1: So. <laughs> um, it was a good episode, man. I appreciate you uh, putting the effort into this podcast, man. For those that don't know, Shane is the man behind the man. scenes, editing and the content, all that. I'm the lazy asshole who just. He's shows the, up to no, report, he's the so. one who yells at me when I do
0: something stupid or have a bad idea, and he goes, "You're an idiot. Do it this way, <laughs> fat boy. Let's go." So there's some value there, I guess I'll say. <laughs> no <laughs> dude we this is a dual <laughs> effort always uh this would not be the podcast is without you sir so enough being nice to each other by the way this is nobody cares about that yeah, I don't yeah like that's, that. Weird.
1: that's weird That's we can delete it yeah, that, that out. That oh. oh. out
0: but um yeah man i'm looking forward to doing more of these uh maybe actually you know what? My wife's coming out with a podcast too. Um, she's going to release the first episode soon. What's it uh, the Medical Mediator. So she's going to have a like, ser- uh, series, um, like three episodes in a series where it's like her and a patient, uh, her and like a family member and her and uh, like a clinician who specializes in whatever the you know, if it's diabetes or we're going to do one with me and ADD. Uh, and that one will be organized because she will be the one organizing it. She'll keep me on track, but that's going to be pretty dope, dude. I'm looking forward to that. Maybe we can learn some stuff too.
1: Well, she is the brains of the operations <laughs> no there. Question. Nobody ever
0: question that. So, all right, brother. Well, I, sir, have to go grab a six-year-old at the bus stop, my friend. Um, once again, congratulations on on, you know, becoming a father. That's freaking awesome, dude. Really happy for you. Baby, baby Yoda? is that his name
1: baby yoda uh we don't know yet we're we're, we're leaning Jr. towards a, an irish it's going to be a gaelic name for sure we're, there's nothing we're thinking, gay uh, about something Shane. irish but. okay <laughs> maybe a
0: little
1: <laughs> i am not naming my Uh-oh. child after you that's you, for still,
0: <laughs> you don't have the blood work back tell you it's yours son
1: <laughs> i'll definitely edit
0: that out for lacy's sake but
1: i i i told her i said if it, you know because if, if, this is the timing is around dia i said if it looks comes out with a wicked jumper and some colored hair like uh better rodman, and i'm gonna be able <laughs> to watch because those, those that don't know she ran into rodman over Quote brunch unquote, and he was ran into
0: <laughs> yeah, just ignore it yeah, and um, then let and him be he, an nba star man that'd be cool too <laughs>
1: He took a photo with a DIA bracelet on. So I don't know what she did to incentivize that. But all I know is, like I said, is, I guess the only positive is we'll, we she's know an we'll executor. get a good, uh, free she's college. an executor.
0: Don't worry about yeah. how she got this. All right. Enough of this, enough of this nonsense. All right, guys, we'll catch you next time on the all in podcast. Thanks for listening to the all in podcast. See you next time. <laughs>